0: welcome to the motivated mind where i challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons reflections and interviews with other motivated minds welcome back to the motivated mind a top 100 health podcast thanks to each of you This is episode 351, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. As you all know by now, between my newsletter and this podcast, my goal continues to be to provide you all with the tools and support to unlock your internal motivation to achieve your goals and ultimate happiness. That's why I'm excited to announce that I am now offering free digital assets from my UHub, a framework that will allow you to unlock your full potential and greatness by providing you with the clarity you deserve in order to see your self-worth. This hub consists of 12 critical spokes that we need to identify about ourselves because identifying these will provide you with clarity to unlock your full potential, and greatness to the growth mindset worksheet, which challenges you to find patterns of thinking that invoke a fixed mindset and guide you to shift to a growth mindset. Download these free printable exercises on my website by clicking the link in the show notes. Want to make a podcast? We've all felt it, the paralyzing fear that grips our chest like a vice, immobilizing every thought and action. Fear can be crippling, leading us to freeze in the face of an uncertain future or run from seemingly insurmountable obstacles. But with courage and self-compassion, we can channel this powerful emotion into motivation for meaningful change in our lives. So how? How can we use our crippling fear to our advantage? Number one, strapping fear with missiles of motivation. If we fear that we may never reach our full potential or that we're not living up to our capabilities, we can use this fear as motivation to strive for greatness. Instead of letting this fear paralyze us, we can turn it into a driving force by embracing the challenge of self-improvement and personal growth like setting ambitious goals and working diligently toward them. We can leverage the recognition that the fear of wasted potential can be a catalyst for pushing ourselves beyond our comfort zone. For example, if we're afraid of being ignorant or unintelligent, we can transform this fear into a commitment to study, and learn, because the pursuit of wisdom is a lifelong endeavor. We should use our fear of ignorance as an incentive to acquire knowledge, seek understanding, and broaden our horizons, which means developing a habit of continuous learning by reading, engaging in intellectual pursuits, and seeking out opportunities for education and personal development. Now, In these situations, we can leverage what's called resilience techniques, and one of those techniques is negative visualization. This is where we contemplate the worst-case scenario and prepare mentally for it, because I mean, let's be honest, most of us are guilty of already thinking of the worst-case scenario, but... Preparing for it mentally means we can reduce the anxiety associated with fear and gain a sense of control over our emotions. Now, beyond this technique, setting clear in specific goals and objectives can be highly effective to turn our fear into motivation because having well-defined goals allows us to break down our journey into manageable steps, which means making it less daunting and more achievable. As we leverage these techniques and use fear as motivation, it's important to remember something crucial. Fear is a natural emotion and its energy can be a powerful ally when channeled positively. We need to be thoughtful and aware in moments when we start to become consumed by fear. We need to leverage rational thinking and self-control because each of us has complete control over our lives. And that control starts within our minds. This is ground zero. Instead of avoiding situations that trigger fear, confront them willingly. This not only builds resilience, but also reinforces the idea that fear can be a stepping stone to personal development. There's a powerful moment in history that showcased all of these techniques in action. In October 1962, during the height of the Cold War, U.S. President John F. Kennedy faced one of the most dangerous moments in modern history, the Cuban Missile Crisis. The United States had discovered that the Soviet Union had deployed nuclear missiles in Cuba just 90 miles from the U.S. mainland. The situation was a grave threat to global peace and security, and it plunged the world into a state of extreme tension. Kennedy was well aware of the potentially catastrophic consequences of a misstep and this fear of a nuclear war served as a powerful motivator. Kennedy used this fear to make informed decisions. He understood that rash actions or succumbing to panic would only escalate the crisis. Instead, He maintained a calm and composed demeanor, which was instrumental in de-escalating tensions. Kennedy concentrated on what he could control, the decisions and actions of the U.S. government. He used his fear as a motivator to assemble a team of advisors, including his brother Robert F. Kennedy, and experienced diplomats to analyze the situation and devise a strategy. Despite his fear, Kennedy showed remarkable courage and resilience. He decided on a naval blockade of Cuba to prevent further missile deliveries, and initiated back-channel communication to explore diplomatic solutions. Kennedy also engaged in a form of negative visualization, because he had to consider the worst-case scenario, which was a nuclear war with the Soviet Union, and he fully comprehended the catastrophic consequences. This sobering contemplation fueled his determination to avoid that outcome at all costs. Luckily, the crisis eventually ended through diplomacy with the removal of the missiles from Cuba and a pledge not to invade Cuba in exchange for the removal of of U.S. missiles from Turkey. Kennedy's leadership demonstrated how fear can be a powerful motivator for wise and measured decision-making in the face of extreme adversity. Now, you might not be facing a nuclear threat and world destruction, but it might feel that way if you let fear consume you. Remember, fear can be the world's best motivator if armed properly. Number two, the fear plow. We need to recognize that fear, instead of being a paralyzing force, can serve as a powerful catalyst for growth. If we aspire to live a fulfilling life, which all of us deserve, we need to focus on developing mentally, physically, and spiritually, which requires pushing our boundaries and expanding our comfort zones. See, Each of us can find deep fulfillment in the process of growth and self-improvement because it adds meaning to life and opens up new possibilities and experiences. However, for most of us, what blocks that path to these new possibilities and experiences is fear. Now, fear is a natural human emotion with deep evolutionary roots. It evolved as a survival mechanism to help our distant ancestors respond to threats from predators, environmental dangers, and other hazards, which allowed those individuals to react quickly and effectively to danger, which meant they were more likely to survive and pass on their genes. Now, in the brain, fear is primarily regulated by a small almond shaped structure called the amygdala. The amygdala processes sensory information such as sight and sound. It helps determine if it's potentially threatening. And when it perceives a threat, it sends signals to activate the body's fight-or-flight response. When we perceive a threat, the body undergoes a rapid physiological response. This includes increased heart rate, height alertness, and the release of stress hormones like adrenaline. These changes prepare the body to either confront the threat, aka fight, or flee from it, aka flight. Now, While some fears are innate and related to survival, such as fear of heights or loud noises, many fears are learned through experience, and this is called conditioned fear. For example, my grandmother had a traumatic experience involving a dog who attacked her when she was a child, which meant she developed a fear of dogs. Now, Fear can also be influenced by social and cultural factors. People may develop fears based on stories or beliefs or cultural norms. For instance, certain cultures may instill fears related to supernatural entities or specific behaviors. Now, fear is not just a physical response, but also a physiological and emotional experience. It can include feelings of dread, anxiety, and a strong desire to avoid the perceived threat. So how can we push back on our fears and use them as powerful catalysts for growth? Well, we need to begin by identifying and understanding the specific fear we're dealing with. Because fear, more often than not, is rooted in ignorance or misinformation. When we educate ourselves about the object or situation of our fear, we collect knowledge that can empower us to confront it. So, ask yourself, what triggers it? Why does it affect me? Now, I want to be clear. The idea is not that we remove fear. The objective is to acknowledge and understand it. Fear is a signal to assess the situation more objectively. There's a fitting quote from the Stoic philosopher Seneca. We are more often frightened than hurt, and we suffer more from imagination than from reality. We can start to leverage our fear once we are able to distinguish between rational fear, a.k.a. fear based on real threats, and irrational fear, a.k.a. fear based on imagination or unlikely events. And by doing this, we can prevent Unnecessary anxiety and stress. If we can stand up to fear with courage, like we're a Spartan facing the Persian army, we can start confronting fear with rationality, self-control, and moral virtue all of which allow us to act in accordance with our principles, even when faced with challenging situations. Fear can drive us to prepare better, work harder, and strive for self-improvement. By using fear as a catalyst for action, we can turn it into a source of strength. We need to shift our focus on what is within our control and let go of what is not. Fear often arises from concerns about the future or external events beyond our control. And by redirecting our attention to our own actions and choices, we can reduce the grip of fear in our lives by accepting fear. Discerning its rational and irrational aspects and leveraging it as a source of motivation and courage, we can navigate life's challenges more effectively and lead a more virtuous and fulfilling existence. The Motivated Mind is sponsored by BetterHelp. According to the National Science Foundation, our minds are buzzing with around 60,000 thoughts each day. And unfortunately, sometimes those thoughts don't stop when we're trying to fall asleep. These thoughts just keep racing through our minds, taking us on a roller coaster ride, preventing us from being able to enjoy our lives. Luckily, there's one way to hop off that roller coaster and make those thoughts go away. And that solution? Talking through them. Therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. Therapy has helped me effectively and efficiently process my thoughts so I can truly enjoy my life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/motivatedmind today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com/motivatedmind number three balancing fears tires the human mind while incredibly powerful has a tendency to imagine and dwell on worst case scenarios psychologists often refer to this as negativity bias this leads to the manifestation of irrational fears especially fears that are unlikely to materialize in reality now The key insight here is that when we deeply understand the irrational nature of most of our fears and recognize that our brains tend to blow potential threats out of proportion, we gain a remarkable advantage. We no longer have to be controlled by these irrational fears, which can otherwise paralyze us with anxiety. Imagine the power that comes with this realization. It allows us to approach challenges and opportunities with a more rational and balanced perspective. We can significantly reduce our anxiety levels, enabling us to tackle life's hurdles with a calmer and more composed mindset. According to the National Science Foundation, our minds are buzzing with around 60,000 thoughts each day. And a staggering 80% of these thoughts are negative. That's roughly 48,000 negative thoughts per day. This statistic highlights the human mind's natural propensity to focus on potential problems and fears. Even when we employ logic and reason to convince ourselves that a fear is rational, it's crucial to take a step further and critically assess the likelihood of it actually happening. Many times, upon closer examination, we discover that even seemingly rational fears have an incredibly low probability of occurrence. For instance, consider the fear of rejection or failure. It might seem rational because we want to protect ourselves from emotional pain. However, the reality is that these fears rarely materialize in the catastrophic way we often imagine. And overestimating these fears can hold us back and cause us to miss out on valuable opportunities for growth and learning. So we need to be vigilant about recognizing when our fears are irrational and to challenge them with a rational assessment of their likelihood. By doing so, we'll be better equipped to navigate life's challenges and seize the opportunities that come our way, unburdened by the weight of unfounded fears. Remember, it's often the fear itself that's the biggest obstacle, not the thing We're fearing. So embrace your fears, understand their irrationality, and let them fuel your growth and resilience. Number four, when life throws pickles at you, make a sandwich. Think about all the challenges you've faced in your life up to this point. You've probably had moments that felt insurmountable at the time, yet. Here you are, still standing, listening to this podcast. Remember, humans have an incredible capacity to adapt, learn, and persevere. Men and women throughout time have faced unimaginable challenges and fears, often far more significant than the fears we deal with in our everyday lives, from surviving natural disasters, space exploration, rebuilding after wars, to endurance in extreme conditions. Humans, time and time again, have demonstrated incredible resilience. So, why can't you overcome your fears and challenges? You absolutely can. By acknowledging this resilience, we can gain perspective on our fears and understand that even if the worst case scenario comes to pass, we have the inner strength to get through it. Our fears, those things that keep us up at night, they often seem insurmountable in our mind, but when we face them head on, we often find that they're not as significant as we initially thought. It's a powerful realization when we confront our fears and come to understand that they're just thoughts and emotions, not insurmountable obstacles, they're skits in our minds. For example... Let's say you didn't get that promotion. Let's say you just face rejection in a personal relationship. These experiences can indeed be disappointing and momentarily painful. However, in the grand scheme of life, they're just moments in time. Our worth as a person is not defined by a single promotion or a single relationship. Recognizing that we can survive and thrive even in the face of these setbacks can help us approach them with a more positive mindset, one of empowerment, freedom, and courage. When we don't get that promotion or face rejection, it's a chance to reflect on what went wrong and how we can improve. Many successful individuals have experienced multiple failures on their path to to success. It's often these setbacks that teach us the most valuable lessons and lead to future achievements. Without them, we don't have our staircase to success. Over time, as we confront and conquer our fears, we become better equipped to handle adversity and uncertainty. And this resilience is the tool we need to fabricate our staircase to Success. This week's shout-out is by C. Frito, who wrote a review on Apple. So many things have held me back in my life because either there wasn't the opportunity or it felt like I didn't deserve it. I finally realized that the only person that could take control of my life was me. I got out of the situation that I was in and found a way to realize my true potential and get out of the negative mindset. Thank you, Scott, for these insight and eye-opening episodes. For an opportunity to be next week's shout-out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Who knows? You just might be the next shout-out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to use your crippling fear to your advantage. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening.